Development Fund, which has helped more than 200 projects since 2000, is now being administered by Planed. Park Authority Director of Planning and Direction, Jane Gibson, said, We are encouraging new innovative and creative projects to come forward and follow in the footsteps of the exciting and diverse range of schemes that SDF has supported over the past 20 years. Any potential applicants should contact Planed at the earliest opportunity to ensure they receive the support they need to give their application the greatest chance of success. Planet's chief executive, Ewan Thomas, added, we're very much looking forward to working more closely with the National Park Authority as partnership working is a key aspect of our work. Being able to administer the SDF fund, supporting new and exciting projects across the county, builds on our experience of supporting innovation in rural communities over the past 30 years. The decisions over which projects will receive funding will continue to be made by the National Park Authority's SDF Committee, which will next meet on April the 10th. To find out more about the Sustainable Development Fund, please see Pure West Radio's Facebook page. A mother of two who passed out while shopping for groceries has thanked the supermarket staff she believes saved her life. Sarah Pritchard was stocking up on essentials at CK's in Charles Street, Milford Haven last month when she started feeling ill. Within minutes, she was sweating heavily and struggling to breathe. The staff got her a chair, uh, asked her name and gave her a bottle of water, but she kept dropping it. And from then on, things got a bit blurry, Sarah explained. While Sarah maintained she was okay and just needed to take a taxi home, store manager Kyle Reese had other ideas. Concerned about her colour-changing complexion, he rang 999 and it was while on the phone to paramedics that Sarah passed out. She was laid down and they had to use the store's defibrillator and start CPR. Helped by student nurse Sarah Brown, who happened to be in the shop, staff member John Morgan, a St John ambulance volunteer, started chest compressions. In the 12 minutes before first responders arrived, Kyle said Sarah's pulse disappeared three times. After more than two hours of treatment at the scene, Sarah was eventually taken to hospital where she was diagnosed with a severe chest infection and was hospitalised for two weeks. Sarah said, Kyle and the team came to see me in hospital and I, and as I hadn't slept, I was a bit tired and delirious, but I remember meeting them and saying thank you. I wouldn't be here without you. Pembrokeshire County Council is to begin its role as an engaging authority with the 30 hours childcare offer scheme in April, with Ceredigion County Council overseeing the scheme. The pilot scheme is in place in a number of local authority areas. The scheme will provide quality, flexible and affordable childcare that supports economic regeneration, said Cabinet Member for Education, Councillor David Lloyd. Eligible parents can access 30 hours of early education and childcare per week for three to four-year-olds during term time and nine weeks of the holiday time. Childcare facilities can sign up to the scheme and parents apply online to see if they qualify. Smoking is already an expensive habit, but in court recently it cost eight people more than £400 each. A string of litter cases were brought before Haverford West Magistrates Court after people who were issued with on-the-spot fines failed to pay up. 
Since September, people have been caught dropping litter in Pembrokeshire, including cigarette butts, and given a fixed penalty notice by enforcement officers. These fines can cost individuals up to £150, reduced to £75 if paid within 10 days. That's the latest. You're up to date on Pure West Radio. Listen live at purewestradio.com 24 hours a day Pure West Radio I should grow up someday Cause I got bills to pay I can't be waking up At someone else's place I know I drink too much Can't pay my rent this month I should be saving up But We don't do the wine. Crush dinner, top spinner, coupe mean, front griller. Got paid, hop the G5 faded. Rope chain shell toes, wave you like a sailboat. When you hit a hand, there you go. Montana with the funky sound. Cigala got the London sound. I should grow up, they say, stuck in my glory days. I know there's nothing wrong, it's just a passing phase. And when I've had my fun, I swear I'll be someone. I know that. They will come
For competitions and local news, follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Pure West Radio. But you're so hot that I melted I fell right through the cracks Now I'm trying to get back Before the cool done run out I'll be giving it my best This and nothing's gonna stop me But divine intervention I reckon it's again my turn To win some or learn some But I won't hesitate No more, no more It Cannot wait I'm yours Try to see it clearer, but my breath fogged up the glass. And so I drew a new face and I laughed. I guess what I'll be saying is there ain't no better reason to rid yourself of vanities and just go with the seasons. It's what we aim to do. Our name is our virtue, but I won't hesitate. No more, no more. It Cannot wait I'm yours Open up your mind And see like me a warm welcome to the Pure West Radio Saturday Sports Show. I'm Jonathan Twig. Coming up later in the show we'll have a roundup of the football and the rugby and I've also got a special guest. I'm talking to Chris Beggins, the coach of Haverford West Ladies Rugby Football Club. 
Football-wise, we'll have a look at the Senior Cup quarterfinals going on this afternoon alongside the League Division 1 title race in Pembrokeshire, which has got four top sides involved in possibly winning it. But don't count out Haken United either, as they'll chase down Cairo, Merlin's Bridge, Goodick United and table-topping Moncton Swifts all the way until the end of April. We've also got our usual Saturday roundup on Swansea City. They're playing later this afternoon against Sheffield United, live on television at half-past five for those that are interested after their sporting afternoon. Harry will be reviewing what's going on with the Swans, and he's also got a conversation with a lady named Karen Dyer. She's involved with the Swansea City Supporters Trust, and she's talking to us about bringing the terraces back to football grounds. I'll start off mine sticking on the football field. A big shout out to three veteran footballers, Adam Collins, Matthew Price and Nigel Delaney. They all play for Haken United Veterans. Well, they're playing for Wales tomorrow. They're playing against the RAF up at Astrug Munnach on the 4G pitch. Congratulations also run to Nayland Cricket Club. They've won the Indoor League Championship in Pembrokeshire once again. They overcame their own B team who did play one short and roped in Cyril Vargisi, a 15-year-old from Haverford West, to make up the numbers. And Haverford West, there were only three sides in it, left with a due the day before. But it's a pretty sad show for Pembrokeshire cricket that we've only got two clubs that are willing to challenge for the indoor championships. Nayland won it. They've got a strong side with Sean Hannan, a skipper, Nick Cooman, Ashley Sutton, Greg Miller, Patrick Hannan to go with his brother Sean, and George Evans. They've also got people like Henry Durant, the seventh man who played for their B team. Haffordus A did beat Nayland B to come runners-up. They've still got Simon Holiday playing indoor cricket, but most of their side that took them all the way to Lords a couple of years ago has now gone to past years new. And if you're a triathlete, thinking of taking on the Ironman this year in Tenby? Don't bother. The event around the 15th of September has already been sold out. That means their entries are full, so it's going to be another spectacular weekend in Pembrokeshire for Ironman Wales.
Have a look at the football last weekend then. And two Elliot Scotch goals saw Halfway's County draw 2 2 with promotion rivals Cam Ryan and Clerk, leaving them two points adrift at leaders Pennebont, who they host midweek on February the 12th in the Bridge Meadow. Just a fortnight after their Welsh Premier side Bala Town travelled down next week for the FAW Welsh Cup tie for a place in the quarter finals. In local football last week, a brace a piece from James Russell and Nico Mollison saw Moncton Swifts maintain their position at the top of the Premier League Division 1 with a 6-3 victory over bottom side Herb Branston, who remained pointless after 11 games. Nathan Green banged in a stunning header late in the game to secure a 2-2 draw for Merlin's Bridge at Cairo, both remaining in the hunt for the title alongside Goodick United, who defeated Penner Robbins 4-0 at Phoenix Park. Haking won the Milford Derby 2-0 at Marble Hall against Milford United, and Clarkson Road striker Jason Griffiths also netted twice in their 5-3 victory over Nayland. Fixtures this afternoon have a Fodes County on the road. They got up to Goitra in League Division 1, and the Bluebirds are also on the road next week, away at Ennis Gerwin on Friday evening in the Nathaniel League. In the Premier League, it's Senior Cup quarter-final this afternoon. The big game is on the racecourse, where Merlin's Bridge take on Haken United. League leaders Moncton Swifts take on St Clair's. Penner Robbins take on Saundersfoot Sports at Bush Camp. And the final tie for a place in the semi-finals, he's first division title contenders Cairo travel into second division Solver. In League Division 1, Goodick United can take over the top spot if they beat Claverson Road at Phoenix Park. There's a huge game down at, at Little Castle Grove, between the bottom two, as Herb Branston, pointless and winless this season in the league, host Milford United, who won their first game of the season a fortnight ago at Nayland. Pirates, who are on the road as well in the final league game in Division 1, they're on the way to Narbeth at Jesse Road. In Division 2, Fishcart travelled to Broadhaven as league leaders, and the two sides below them in second and third meet at the observatory ground when Haken United seconds take on Merlin's Bridge seconds, a role reversal from the senior cup tie that's taking place on the racecourse. In Division 3, Penn and Moncton, Cairo and Goodick reserve sides are battling it out in the top four. Division 4 still sees Cautiousen as league leaders, Penn are thirds close behind them, and there's a challenge coming from Broadhaven seconds. In Division 5, Tembys return to the Football League this year in Pembrokeshire, sees them top at the moment, just ahead of Moncton Swift thirds, and there's going to be a challenge from Johnston second and Cairo thirds, with just half a dozen games of that Division 5 season remaining for three of those four sides. With the Senior Cup quarterfinals taking precedence today in Pembrokeshire, it's also worthy to note the semi-finals have been drawn on neutral grounds for the second division cup. Solver or Letterson will take on Broadhaven or Johnson. Haken United seconds or Lorenny will be taken on Kilgetty or Camrose. In the third division semi-finals, Cato seconds or Milford Athletic will take on Narvath seconds or Pendine. Claverson Road seconds or Moncton Swift seconds will take on Milford United seconds or Sinclair seconds. 
in the fourth division cup semi-finals. Nayland seconds or Kilgetty seconds will take on Pembroke Budder or Hundleton. Broadhaven seconds or Cosherson will take on Penna Robbins thirds or Camelot seconds. And finally, in the fifth division semi-finals, Tempe take on Newport Tigers or Letters and seconds, and Cairo thirds, McMunton thirds. When you're up there, above the clouds, soaring at 122 miles per hour, it doesn't feel like you're falling. It feels like you're flying. It feels like the sky's the limit. The Skydive Centre has now officially launched at Haverford West Airport. No one else can film your skydive in 360 degrees, so you can relive the experience again and again in virtual reality. So take the ultimate plunge and visit Air Adventures Wales at theskydivecentre.com now. The Bush Inn, Robuston Wathen, home to the famous Pembrokeshire Carvery. We are open six days a week, Tuesday to Sunday, serving tasty and homemade dishes with daily specials. All of our dishes are prepared from fresh, and if you have a sweet tooth, we have a delicious selection of homemade desserts. The Bush Inn is a family-run business, and we guarantee a service with a smile. So be sure to pop in and say hello. It's steak night every Saturday, and with a carvery every Wednesday and Sunday, booking is essential for the Sunday sitting. Call 01834 860 778 or visit com. Family and food is what we do. The Bush Inn, Robuston Wathen. Hey, John, you look like you're ten years younger, mate. What have you been up to? Cheers, George. Glad you noticed. I've been down to Broblades at 14 Picton Place, Haverford West, next to Iceland. They really know how to look after a fella. I had a haircut, tidied up my beard, and I didn't need to make an appointment. You can also have a shave, nose and earwax too. And they have hot towels. Where was that again, John? Broblades, on Picton Place. Speak to them nicely and they'll even get you a coffee while you wait. Excellent. I've got a wedding to go to next week and I could do with some first-class pampering. Broblades, open seven days a week, Monday to Saturday, 9am until 7pm. And 10am until 4pm on Sundays. Broblades, on Picton Place. This is Pure West Radio for Pembrokeshire from Pembrokeshire. Chase the ruler. Everybody's looking for love. Oh, ain't that the reason you're at this club? Oh, you ain't gonna find a dance with him. No, I got a better solution for you, girl.
and welcome back to the Saturday Sports Show on Pure West Radio on a day when Swansea City are live on satellite television later this afternoon when they take on Sheffield United. It's their first game of the 2019 at the Liberty Stadium and we head into the fixture on an unbeaten four-game run with one eye on potentially reaching the fifth round of the FA Cup. That hope is for later in the show, because last Saturday we came away from Deepdale, home of Preston North End, with a one-all draw, leaving us still seven points off the playoff places. With a run of games against sides seeking a place in the playoff standings, or even automatic promotion, that may be just too much for Graham Potter's side, but the next six fixtures after the FA Cup tie see the potential for points haul, which not only puts us in a good position to secure a playoff place, but also hurting sides pursuing that ultimate goal. On Saturday, we took the lead 10 minutes into the second half, Courtney Baker-Richardson firing the net for the second game in succession before Dan Johnson penalty tied the game five minutes later, and despite enjoying 60% of the ball, we couldn't find a winner, even when the home side were down to 10 men. I'll give Adrian Howarth, my guest last week, some due that he called the result, and thank all those who have made positive comments on his involvement. He offered a great insight into supporting a lesser-known side and his passion to them arose and next week I'll be catching up with a Birmingham City supporter to preview their midweek visit to Swansea. This afternoon's live game is against a side with a history dating back to 1889 and they have won the league championship in 1898 and the FA Cup four times, the last in 1925. Today's red and white side arrive under the stewardship of a former player, Chris Wilder, who has guided them to second spot in the table. A team whose song is about a greasy chip butty come from a city renowned for its steel industry, especially for making cutlery, and this given the nickname of the Blades, and they were the first club to use United as part of their name. They haven't lost in the league since December 14th, although they have exited the FA Cup to a lower league opposition, Barnet. The main threat comes in the form of striker Billy Sharp, who has scored 16 goals this season so far, six more than our own top scorer, Ollie McBurney, which perhaps shows the difference between the two sides. Take heart, my fellow Jacks, as we open the season on August the 4th with a 2-1 victory at Bramall Lane. Thanks to two late goals in front of the Sky cameras, and this bodes well for this afternoon. I've never known football when supporters have been able to stand and watch the game from the terraces, although most games now when I'm on away day with the Swans, we found ourselves standing at the away end. There is a campaign on the agenda of the government to return to the days when supporters could stand with their friends and enjoy the sway and passion of supporting their sides from the terrace. The visit to Brentford before Christmas saw this trial, and even during the week, Everton have looked at the possibility of terracing for their new stadium, which would add 10,000 extra supporters. A lot more revenue which any club would welcome. And I've recently been able to catch up alongside Dad with Kath Dyer, who explains more. I'm the media officer and the disability officer on the Swansea City Supporters Trust. How long have you been involved in that? I've been on the Trust since September 2011, so seven years now. And what was the interest that got you into that? Was it something you just fell into because of involvement of other people in the football club? Or was I've been a Swan supporter since 1981. And when I daughter was ill a couple of years back, the Swans were marvellous. She met a lot of the players and did lots of things. And to give something back, when we moved back to Swansea from Mid Wales, I offered to join the Trust and was accepted and I've been involved ever since. So involved, there's a campaign on at the moment for safe standing at football grounds? We are, yes. I mean, obviously that's 
you know, in the media a lot at the moment. You know, there's a lot about it because, I mean, some supporters, as you know, want to stand. Certain parts of the current supporters do stand. Obviously, it's individual choice. As a family, as we go down the veg, we always have to stand. Nowadays, I'm happy sitting down. And I mean, some people can stand, some people want to stand, some people don't want to, are unable to. So it's got to be personal choice. Where do the trust stand on this? Do they reply into the document that's with the government at the moment about trying to establish safe standing areas? And I know a couple of weeks ago when they went to Brentford, there was a trial for safe standing area there as well. Have you got any viewpoints on that? Or has anybody fed back to the trust on that? Well, obviously there are. We had a trial here back in 2015. You know, there's a lot going on about it. Obviously, it's a government issue and we're obviously looking into it. But, you know, as a supporters trust, we would support it. As I said, it's up to individuals. I mean, all right, things have happened over the years, but with the way technology is advancing, the way things are moving forward, to be honest, it's got to be one of those things that's got to be trialled out. For nothing more than revenue coming into a club, there could be more supporters coming in because it would take up less space than the seating that's there at the moment. There haven't been any incidents since the 1980s within grounds. What do you feel on it personally? Is it something you want coming in, Kath? Well, like you say, it would create a more better atmosphere in, you know, in the grounds as well because people are crutched more together, crowded together. We've got all their mates together. They can stand together. They can sing together. Yeah, to be honest... I don't see any harm in trying it. Obviously, if there was an issue further down the line, it would have to be pulled again. I haven't got a problem in it at all. I think people deserve the chance. If they want to get in there, stand, stand by their mates, shout out, have a good laugh. Good luck to them. Absolutely agree on what you've said there as well. Anything else coming off for the Trust over the next couple of months? We've got our AGM 28th of January. Thanks, Kath. And I'd hope we can look forward to safe standing at the Liberty in the not-too-distant future. Thanks again for listening to Saturday Sports Show on Pure S Radio. I'm Harry Twig, and I'm hoping for a victory later today. And in that, I hope I leave you to enjoy your Saturday afternoon with a song by Sheffield-based band The Arctic Monkeys with their number one hit, When the Sun Goes Down. So who's that girl there? I wonder what went wrong so that she had to roam the streets She doesn't do major credit cards, I doubt she does receipts It's all not quite legitimate And what a scummy man Just give him half a chance, I bet he'll rob you if he can Can see it in his eyes, yeah, that he's got a driving ban Amongst some other offences I've seen him with girls of the night And he told Roxanne to put on her red light They're all infected but he'll be alright Cos he's a scumbag, don't you know? I said he's a scumbag, don't you know? Yeah, they said it changes when the sun goes down. Yeah, they said it changes when the sun goes down.
For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio.
In rugby, Narvath kept themselves in the top four of the Welsh Rugby Union Championship, ahead of this afternoon's encounter with unbeaten league leaders Pontypool at the Lewis Lloyd Ground. The Otters defeated fifth-place Biddling on 19-11. Scrum half Reese Lane scored in the try, which set them on the path to victory after they trailed 11-0 in the Rhondda Valley. In Division 1 West, all three local sides fell to defeat. Crimmick losing 39-13 at divisional leaders Vellinvoyle, with Whitland falling 14-12 at Hendy, unfortunately thanks to a last-minute penalty from home outside half of Dean Morris. Tempe remained bottom of the league after their 12th straight defeat, losing 32-0 to second-place Gabberton, a side Whitland entertain at Parkland Tinguin this afternoon. Hendy make the trip to Park Lloyd Thomas to take on Crimmick, whilst Tempe United host Clerkley Wanderers. Fishguard Trans visitors tumbled 34-14 at the Moors, thanks to a brace of tries from back row forward Simon James, and the Seagulls added another four tries, their head into Pontedillas this afternoon. Pembroke had a hat-trick of tries from Barry John alongside two apiece from Luke Hartland and Fraser James. Dividend Jack Parkinson also crossing as outside half Toby Price landed seven conversions and two penalties in a 60-30 win at Buddyport. That keeps them firmly in the promotion hunt ahead of this afternoon's clash with league leaders Pencloud at Crickmallam. In Division 3 West, Milford maintained their 100% winning start of the season and with it top position in the table with five tries of the 27-21 victory at Lan. Nayland sitting just a point behind the Cherry and Whites after defeating Cardigan 34-32 at the Athletic Ground. Haverford West remain a point adrift of Nayland after scoring 10 tries in their 64-10 win at St Davis, whilst Pembroke Dockwins conceded over 80 points for the second consecutive game, losing 85-0 at Lana Brother. The top encounter in Division 3A West this afternoon is going to be Milford Haven hosting Aber Island, themselves in the challenge for that title spot. Pembroke Dockwins take on St David's at Beerspool, Langham Welcome Tregallan to Pills Park, and Haverford West who take on Lan in Merlin's Bridge. Talking of Haverford West, I took the opportunity this week to talk to one of their coach Talking of Haverford West Rugby Club, I took the opportunity to catch up with one of those boys involved in ladies rugby, something of a growth sport once again in the county. Pembroke announcing themselves that they formed a new ladies side, and obviously Whitland, the Borderettes, they're fighting it out at the Premiership level. But in Haverford West, I spoke to Chris Beggins, and he explained a little more. I'm one of the coaches at Hub Forest Ladies Rugby Team. Um, I've been here for three seasons now. Um, we've had quite su- quite good success over the last three years um, with international players coming from the team, um, quite a lot of regional players as well. That's, we've upped the profile. We're catching up to our biggest rivals, Wetland, uh, with various things um, with regards to representation in the Scarlets and in the national squad. And that's our goal. We're pushing ourselves to sort of compete with them a little bit with quality. You've said you've come in as a coach yeah. over the last three years. Chris, mm-hmm. who else coaches have us ladies with you? There's Gareth Charles, who's been there for quite a while. Uh, Gareth's been with the team through the last sort of five, six seasons. Very experienced coach. He's obviously a PEMS boy himself, um, former captain in Narbeth and St David's. Um, uh, very, very experienced coach, and he's brought a lot to the team. That sort of grit, that old school grit, um, which is which has given us a bit of an edge at times. Listening to your dulcet tones, you're obviously not from Pembrokeshire. Where have you come from, and how did you get involved in Half the West? Um, well, I'm from Belfast originally, um, but um, I am a vet, so I moved here for work. Um, but I studied in Edinburgh, and our this our current 
club captain Awen Prizer. Her sister is also a vet and I coached her in Edinburgh and then whenever I was moving down here she suggested that I meet up with Halford West and go from there. It's been, it's been a good fit for me uh, personally just um, I say the sort of familiar ties and that sort of helped me sort of amalgamate into the team um, obviously with Alwyn and, and her sister Carrie who has come down and played for us a number of times as well which is that's brilliant to hear and it's stories like that that makes Pembrokeshire unique mm. you've also said you've got some international players that are coming through the club yeah who are those and what is the pathway in place at the moment Alwyn our captain she's been involved with uh, Wales here in the last year and this year now within the training squad she was actually out in Dubai sevens la- uh, just before Christmas with the Wales national team as well and there's also St David's girl Lisa Neumann well has been training a bit with the Wales sevens but is an established first 15 in the Wales national setup now in the national team. She had a very good November series uh, on the wing with the other St David's girl, Jazz Joyce, two, two St David's girls, two Pems girls, showing what they're made of on the world stage is fantastic. There's no greater advert for ladies rugby or women's rugby. Within Pembrokeshire, you're one of the clubs that plays. Who are your main rivals? Uh, well, Whitland would be a big one. Obviously, they're borderettes. Um, not just we're not in the same league with them, but we're trying to emulate what they've been doing for the last five, six years. You know, they are a top quality team, and we just want to push ourselves for that. Um, Pembroke have just formed a team this year, um, and we've got a very good relationship with them at the moment. Um, we're hoping to get some friendly games and some joint training sessions, but with regards to rivalries, most of the teams that we play will actually be in the Valleys. You know, your Honesties, your Nelsons, well, Lampeter's a bit closer to us. But um, yeah, there's there's a lot of friendly rivalry in this league, and but it's Whitland that we we're trying to emulate, and they're setting the standard for us at the minute. At least we're trying to push ourselves to. But a lovely win last weekend against Anderson down in Merlin's Bridge. When's your next game? More importantly, when do you train and when can people come to you to get involved? We have a rest weekend this weekend and then we are away to Bonamine, I believe, the weekend after, um, which will be a tough game. They, they've came up from the league below, but having played them in the first half of the season, they're a very good outfit. They're very well drilled and they have a big squad. So that would be a challenge for us. Um, with regards to training, um, in the last two years we've upped it to two nights a week. We do a Monday night at the club and have for West, which is just skills. We also join up with the under-18s that night to help them with their skills too. It's an hour we sit, uh, from seven to eight, and it's, very, it's more just a bit of a fun time, bonding time, mostly touch, no contact. But then our main training sessions are on a Wednesday night. You go through our set plays, our set, you know, the set piece, ta- tackle technique. That's where we get the nitty-gritty and get the team together for run-throughs. Um, again, we start that about 7 o'clock on a Wednesday night through to about 8, half 8. There's an open invitation here from Chris as well for anybody interested, not just from Halford West or the surrounding area. If you want to give rugby a go, come and have a go. You've got lots of youth rugby sides for girls as well, which is important for the club development. You've talked about the team and how important as that is. Who are your characters? Uh, we've got quite a few. I think anybody who's watched women's rugby in Pembrokeshire will know Nina bishop Like She is a stalwart. Um, at the ripe age of 40 she's found a second wind um, and she's been incredible absolutely incredible this year um, we've moved her from 8 to 12 and she's loving life in the backs um, she ran in a hat-trick uh, at the weekend there and you know she doesn't she fits in well with this youthful team um, really well and she's bringing her centre partner Amber Star Palmer uh, who joined us this year she's a, a soldier at Broadley Actually, we got her into the Army First team this year, so she's playing for the British Army Firsts 
uh, and a lot of that I would put down to being having Nina as her partner, just carrying her along. That experience brings her along. We've also then got the opposite end of the spectrum there. You look at the Sarah Lawrences of our team, who's 18 years old this year, capped for the Scarlets before us. She's been training with the Wales Senior International Team. This girl has a big future ahead of her. Very, very impressive. You know, at, at the age of 18, she is not out of place at a senior ladies level. And then we've also got the sister of uh, Lisa Neumann, Jana Neumann, um, who's again come to rugby this year and showing a lot of what her sister showed as well that got her sister onto the international yana has got a lot of those skill sets and then we've got like our 10 holly cousins local girl quality quality player scarlet's capped um, and she's showing a lot of promise too and i i very confident she'll make that next step up into the international as well well, we certainly hope they will make that next mm. step up to international level. Chris, it's been great having a talk to you this morning. I wish half of us ladies all the best for the rest of the season, and hopefully we can catch up again before that season does end. Thank you very much. Thank you. Some interesting times coming off for the players and coaches of Haverford S Ladies Rugby Club. Thank you once again to Chris for that interview and good luck as well to all those who were chosen in the national sides as they prepare for the Six Nations Championship and perhaps we'll be able to catch up with Amber and other players on international duty and also those from the local county that got involved with the Scarlet even at age group level. If you are one of those ladies and you're involved in the ladies rugby get in touch with us here at Pure West Radio. Email sport at purewestradio.com. Well, I heard about the fella you've been dancing with all over the neighborhood. So why didn't you ask me, baby? Or didn't you think I could? Well, I know that the boogaloo is out of sight, but the singer makes a thing.
that's it from me, Jonathan Twig, here on the Pure West Radio Saturday Sports Show. Another action-packed hour has passed by very quickly. Big shout-out once again to Harry for his contribution on Swansea City, to Karen Dyer, who's involved with the Swansea City Supporters Trust, and for her contribution, and also Chris Beggins, coach of Haverford West Ladies Rugby Football Club. Please enjoy your sporting weekend, whether you're playing as an administrator, supporter, or you're out there refereeing. Everybody contributes to the game. Let's keep singing from the same hymn sheet and doing things properly and above board with transparency. Difficult at times for everybody that's been involved for so long. But for me, Jonathan Twig, on the Saturday Sports Show here on Pure West Radio, have a great weekend. Pure West Radio proudly presents Pembrokeshire Professionals. Comprehensive solutions for all your needs in association with... Clean and seal PEMS for external building and high-ridge gutter cleaning to a standard that leaves them spotless and gleaming. Call Clean and Seal PEMS on 01437 891 290 or check out our Facebook page for a free quotation. Pembrokeshire Professionals, providing solutions for all your needs right here in the county. Hi, this is Dave Pearce. Make sure you join me this weekend for Dance Anthems. Get your anthem on. Hashtag Dave Pearce Anthems. Dave Pearce Dance Anthems in association with Eddie Rocks. West Wales' number one nightclub open seven days a week from 12pm with UK pool and nine ball pool. Club nights are Wednesday, Friday and Saturday. Check out the latest events and book tickets online at www.eddies.co or call the nightclub on 01437 779595. VIP reservations are also available. Eddie Rocks, West Wales' number one nightclub. Dave For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, Pure West Radio.
from Pembrokeshire. This is Pure West Radio. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Sarah Hoss. Smoking is already an expensive habit, but in 